Theater can simply be defined as someone performing something for someone else. Theater also refers to the space designated for said performance. The term theater can also describe the process in which live performances are created. Acting, directing, producing, designing, all fall under this umbrella of theater. But to a kid in high school, theater can mean so much more. Join us as we draw back the curtain and reveal what I like to call the magic behind the magic. This is Curtain Talk. Welcome back to another episode of Buna Regional High School Drama Club's exclusive podcast, Curtain Talk. It's KB and Corey with you today. It's a KB and Corey day. We're holding the house down. We back. And we are back. We've got a lot to uh, discuss since the last episode, which happened live during our snow day. This one not live, but you'll have the podcast uh, to listen to on your favorite platform. So we'll get into a little business before we get started with everything we're going to talk about tonight, uh, be sure to follow us on the socials at Buna Drama Club across the board. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. The TikTok's blowing up. Shout out to Lex. Yes. She's holding the TikTok down. I've been watching them. They post. They sent them in the group chat, and they look pretty good. It's a, it's really cool kind of getting that inside look of the TikTok because that's the most popular platform right now. Yeah, especially with this age demographic of you know the high school age range. They're all over TikTok. Uh, I don't know how to operate TikTok, so I said, Lex, you're going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. You were holding it down last year, throwing it down on your, your personal account with In the Heights stuff. You're going to run this year's TikTok account and see how it goes. And the comments have been phenomenal from yeah. people from the outside, which is really cool to see. Uh, so go check out our TikTok as well. And then, of course, get your tickets. Get the tickies. They are on sale right now. Check out our website. It's linked in every social media uh, bio we have. They're going fast. They are because we've we've pretty much we're at half capacity for all of our shows, and even though they're spread out, we've technically sold a show's worth of tickets so far. So get those tickets because before you know it, we'll have be completely sold out, and we can't go higher than half capacity. We so we do want to sell out, but we want you to be a part of that uh, crowd. So make sure you get in there. Get those tickets. Now they're on our website. Go check it out. And if you want to sponsor this podcast, we got a whole new slew of sponsors to talk about throughout this episode. Corey, you can also go to our website to check out all that information to see how you can become a sponsor. Uh, You'll show up in our playbill, our digital playbill on our website. And of course, specific tiers. You get a podcast ad as well here on Curtain Talk. Um, And you'll be on a T-shirt. And you'll be on that exclusive Mm T-shirt that only the sponsors get. Which I think is really cool because like a lot of people when they buy ads think that it just goes on the playbill and like people throw it away. But we have stuff that like your ad is going to be out there pretty much forever because our digital playbill stays up. And so we'll have the digital playbill. We'll have the real playbill. The podcast stays up. So yep. It's there for people to look like I've been talking to Soph every rehearsal that we're both here and she's been just going back through listening to In the Heights episodes and is like. I'm getting caught up. I'm not at Adam's family yet, but I'm catching up. So, like, people are going to go back and listen all the way through to all the episodes we've recorded. Yep. And your ads will be on this season of Curtain Talk during the Adam's family. 
Yeah, and we have shout-outs and commercial ads. So that's like a great thing too because there's a variety and there's so many different tiers um, that have the different varieties. So like you might get a shout-out in a couple of 30 seconds or you could just do an ad with just a shout-out and you get that per episode. So that would be really cool. And the, the, the price tier pays for itself. We've said that from the jump. Mm-hmm. So get those ads in uh, if you haven't already because it's, it's wild to think about, Corey, but our show opens... <laughs> Sooner than you think. Very soon. Um, I want to say very close to two weeks. Yeah. As we record this on February 8th, our, our live tweet night is February 23rd. Woo! Got 15 days till the live tweet. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's unreal to think of like where we started to now. And we're getting into so many different aspects. I guess we can kind of like make way into our first point of conversation of we're in our stumble throughs. And we're finally starting that. And um, each show is very different with which is uh, stumble throughs. So this one, we're kind of because we went in a new way. And I just did choreography. Miss Bryant just did direction. We just had music. It's weird because certain aspects are completely done, and it's literally just reviewing. Like we don't have any more things to really teach. So it's just running the show. And just cleaning things up, adding little uh, like nuances and things that they can add. Our set is going up, and they get to finally work with that. So that's pretty cool. Um, definitely keep up to date with that. Maybe we'll post some uh, sneak peeks of set pieces and some uh, really cool costuming. So we're definitely working everything in. And I believe we get our costuming either the end of this week or next week that we'll be able to run with as well. Maybe take some promo shots. We got promo shots coming. We have one of the funniest video idea concepts that I have had in my brain since probably last year. But I was like, we've done so much already. I'll save this one. And I think it'll be really funny because we're still in New York, technically, Mm -hmm. with this show. So it plays. Um, I've told some of our cast members about it. They are so on board with it. Yeah. It's, It's going to be... A doozy and I can't wait to film it because I'm probably going to like be in stitches from laughing so hard probably and like that's one thing that's been really cool about this year is we've done so many different advertising aspects and so many new promos and videos and different things with fundraisers so it's like a new look into being a drama so like that's Mrs. really Bryant cool is fully going to be on a TV commercial one day doing voiceover mm-hmm because of the amount of commercials and things that she had to record this week, because we'll get into this later. We had our cast willingly do an ad Saturday. Uh, oh, yeah. Which in my now six years working here has never happened. Uh, we'll get into that later in the show. But she, like, I told her this last year. She could totally do voiceover on, like, a gambling commercial or, you know, something like that, doing, yeah. like, the disclaimer stuff. Now she's just full blown in it. She she mm-hmm. needs to add this to her resume that she can do voiceover commercial ads because she's a certified rock star with it. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And they like I am a part of like casting notices and stuff like that for different websites. Um, like backstage.com is a big one. Not advertised no by them. No free yet. ads, but shout out. Yes. Um, but they send like every day. Like here's like twenty seven more updates of like voiceover casting. So she could definitely do it. And like she's knocked them out where she should be sponsored by like Hall's Cough Drops or something like that, mm-hmm. or like Wawa Tea, Dunkin' Donuts, where you can get tea and stuff like that. Um, she needs ads. it. Mm-hmm. Maybe some more sponsors. 
come through. We have plenty of digital billboard space. Uh, 100%. We, we even said we want like a novel worth of right. ads in our playbill. I said in our group me that like Mrs. Brian and I want to pretty much lose our voices. Yeah. From having to read and record ads. Yeah. And we're like slowly getting there after this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll get into that later on. But these stumble throughs, I think to be able to have a stumble through now, you know, two weeks out. That's huge. Yeah, and like I know some people like it's different for each school. So we last year kind of had like a similar experience. Like it was very close, like a couple weeks out. Um, but it was like a different experience with how we taught. So like this year we're still not teaching choreography. We're not teaching any more music. So like you said, like you guys wanted to have like hoarse voices from saying so many ads. We don't want that for the students to run the show a couple days before they open and then they lose their voices. So they're really able to kind of hone in on what they need to balance it. And as Brian said it perfectly yesterday, like we need to create that stamina of being able to do the show. And when you think about it, it's not as like much as Broadway, like high school usually isn't, but you have a Monday to rest. They have a Tuesday tech rehearsal, a Wednesday preview, Thursday, Friday, Saturday performances. So already right there, you have so many different performances and so many ways that they have to rest their voices because they're still in school too. So like they talk the whole time. They uh, take up their voices talking to kids over each other during lunch. So they really have to find that way to create that stamina for their voices now so that doesn't tire it out by the time the show comes. On top of that, there's so many fresh faces. Yes. Who have never done a full-blown tech week before. Yeah. Who have never had to rest their voices before. There's also... never had to learn voice control before. Exactly. And there's also a lot of people that haven't had leads yet. So those people are trying to hone in their voices as well. Or maybe they've had, like, some smaller parts, but nothing as, like, big as this and as taxing on the voice. So that's really cool because it's a little bit easier to kind of rest with dancing you take some break you can use some like icy hot or like ice something like kind of just take a nice like bath epsom salts like that kind of thing stretch like it's a little bit easier to kind of control that and like even then just like sleep really well like i've gone home after rehearsals and i've just literally knocked out and like slept for 12 hours like granted they don't have that because of school but they still have time maybe take a nap before a show like they have that capability to rest and it's all a learning process. It's learning how, because each person in this cast is going to be different with how their body functions, how their body recovers, how they go through kind of the, the stamina preparation for this show. And it all depends on, you know, who they are, how their body works, mm-hmm. and then what role they're in. Yeah, because I've, like, doing theater all over New Jersey so far, uh, like, I've met so many different people and different ways that they kind of, like, rest themselves and like warm up that kind of thing like i've met people who religiously use a steamer and don't talk before a show and literally don't say a word until they have to do like a mic check or something like that and i've met people that are like screaming like down the hall and like they go on and can perfectly sing a song so everybody is different um there's like different ways like that you can again warm up that kind of thing but this is the time to do it and they're all like surprisingly picking up fairly well of different ways to like control their bodies so it's it's really cool to kind of watch them come into themselves and like really kind of hone in on making this a really good show 
Um, because we've really we haven't really been nervous on like where we are at. Um, because we've picked up everything pretty well. Um, even with like different quarantines and like um people working, like Soph and I and you like work outside of here, so like we're able to kind of piece in where we need to be and like even last year like with choreography that I did I only did like one or two songs doing assistant choreographer and I was still teaching up until I had to like the last minute and I finished last week um completely so they're able to actually take that time and like really control it and Miss Bryant's been really good with taking over now and like really making it a show which um, I know she's been itching to get into and really making it like a Bryant show. And I think she does that no matter what, with just the way that she teaches these kids and just the way that she is the way that she is. And they kind of just like flock to her. And it's really cool to see that as a teacher, that she makes this personal connection with them that helps them to make a personal connection with the show. I've, I've really truly never seen anything like it in like a high school setting like she is a teacher first but she is family above that like it's weird to go above first but like she wholeheartedly does it and i don't know how because she's a certified rock star 100 percent um and now like where we're at you know with the set starting to go up stumble throughs happening full-blown blocking and and like learning where things are going to be this is where the pressure sets in for me. Yes. Because now it's my time to shine. It's my time to, like, lock in and, like, almost be here, like, almost every single day of the week as much as I can because I don't truly get an opportunity to, quote, unquote, learn the show mm-hmm. until now. Because, yeah. like, you guys are obviously teaching things. You're going through stuff. But from a photographer perspective, that does little for the way that, like, I interpret the show because it is obviously such a visual thing for me where I have to see like where things are set up. How can I work angles? Where am I going to be able to, you know, shoot from on nights when we don't have an audience here to get promo shots? Where am I going to be able to shoot from for our live tweet night? And then figuring out, am I going to be up in my, my, you know, trademark perch every single night? Am I going to move around? Like I did last year, like I did during, you know, ATN and Christmas Carol. Like, mm-hmm. You really moved around during Hairspray, too. Yeah, Hairspray, I moved around a ton. Uh, back in the day, Aida, I moved around a ton. What's cool with this show, too, is Carmen and I have, like, really worked together on spacing. Like, we've really been, like, extra limbs for each other. So it was really cool to kind of see that balance of um, us putting it together and Like, if I teach a dance, I'm like, well, I put choreography so that you can move it anywhere on stage. And that's really cool that we can do that for each other. And it's creating these beautiful picture moments for the show. And I can't wait to see what you grab from it because we really made it that picture thing. Like, almost like if you take a picture, it's like you're watching a TV show. Right. That's that's really what what we pulled from that. What I want to approach is, like, promotional shots, still shots. Like, that's how I want it to be perceived. Like, it being... This full-blown, like, theatrical, like, just grab, like, almost like a screen grab of what's going on in real time. Um, And that's what I'm getting excited for, is just really locking in and and figuring out how I'm going to kind of, like, piece together this story this Mm -hmm. year. And thank goodness it's another kind of still set again, which has me so excited, because my first still set with 
in the Heights was just magic. And those pictures were phenomenal. Listen. Phenomenal. Easily, like, my favorite show I've ever shot. It was... I was actually looking at pictures the other day, and I was like, wow, this was amazing. And it was an amazing experience, and Adam's family is, like, pulling up to be that as well. And I think it's going to be great, like, especially with their characterization. Like, they're putting a lot of themselves into it, which is awesome. And, like, they're because they're such characters... Like, you don't want to look at the people that have played them. You want to look at the character itself and put yourself into it. And that's why all y'all listening, I'm going to be coming at your faces. The camera sees everything. Mm -hmm. I need the faces. Feed the faces to the lens. And there's some funny moments in the show. I, like, I did it years ago, but, like, I didn't remember how many times I was going to laugh. And, like, I'm laughing at things that I didn't think was initially funny because of the way that they're delivering it. And bringing these characters to life again it's really cool to see and like actually get to watch it because i really haven't seen it live well and you've never gotten a chance to really like sit and watch the show like you know talking about you seeing like you were in it Mm -hmm. it's a totally different experience being in a show yeah watching it and having that perspective of everything which we'll get into right after our first sponsor break so stick around for more curtain talk do you have a special occasion coming up why not consider martin's custom catering to host and cater your event since 1985 martin's custom catering and wedding venue located at 311 south harding highway in landisville new jersey has been in business serving your celebrations events and catering needs their innovative designs and wide arrangement of available styles can help you plan the event of your dreams and offer you an affordable memorable experience Contact Holly Adams, that's Adams with one D, not two, at 856-697-1626. When you're in Adams, you go to Martin's Custom Catering for all your catering needs. Thank you for supporting the arts here at Buna Regional School District. On behalf of the Klotz family, we'd like to share with you a quote from music education advocate Vaughn Fleischfresser. The music department is an alternative universe where students are often unrecognizable from who they are outside of it. The shy become confident, the agitated become calm, the lonely become included, the quiet become heard, and the lost become found. Music reveals the real child. Did you know that by going solar, you can limit greenhouse gas emissions, reduce the demand for fossil fuels, and shrink your carbon footprint, all while cutting down on the cost of your electric bill? Go solar with Soaring Solar, a veteran-owned family business located right here in South Jersey with no out-of-pocket expenses for your solar system. Soaring Solar also provides in-house roofing and tree removal services. Call today at 609-270-7759 or visit SoaringSolar.com to schedule your free consultation. Save the planet, save your wallet, go solar. Pixel is a digital NFT art collective minted on the Solana blockchain. Unlike other NFT art projects, every Pixel NFT is handmade and unique. For more information, check out their website at pixel.org. That's P-I-X-S-O-L dot org. Welcome back to Curtain Talk, Buna Regional High School Drama Club's exclusive podcast, previewing all the shows. It's season two of Curtain Talk. I don't know if we mentioned that at the top of the show, but it is season two. So we get set to uh, embark into... 
the land of the undead with the Adams family. But we were talking before our commercial break, we were talking about just kind of like piecing this show together. And like now it's like it's pressure pressures on for me uh, when it comes to kind of, you know, piecing together this story. And now I'm finally starting to see the set come together. The stumble throughs are happening, which is like, OK, it's it's almost time to rock and roll because then, you know, the next two weeks I'm going to be able to, you know, just whip out the camera, shoot from all types of angles, which is always fun for me. Yeah. Um, there's an iconic photo for the real ones out there. Back when we uh, we did Aida, where I shot from the staircase, and it's an angled view of uh, Kyra, Selly, Soph, and Jacob Craig. I think I, I yeah I've seen that photo. That one is uh, that one's in the Hall of Fame of, of photos I've taken, where I'm able to kind of just maneuver around it. I'm excited to kind of see the first like mini run through almost of certain parts of the show where I can be like okay like. I'm going to snap so many pictures during yeah. this scene. I'm going to snap so many pictures of said person here because their face is, you know, giving, you know, photogenic vibes. I'm going to be able to grab, you know, different, you know, maneuverability too since it is a still set where I don't have to worry about different pieces of a set moving in front of somebody. I can just really focus on the characters who are on stage. And that is such a... Uh, a godsend for yeah. me. And, like, I feel like, especially your photos, um, I've seen it in the past, they tell their own stories, so it gets people wondering, like, oh, what's happening during this scene? Like, you find the right angles, like, you find the right moments, you find the right people, and it really is, like, it captures the essence of the show and makes people want to come see it, which I'm excited for with this show because it's such a different take. Like, not super different, like, the set's like our own, like they're really making the characters their own. So it's going to make people want to see it more because it's, they're going to see a different show. And that's another good thing about the Adams family is like, it really is anything you want it to be where like in the Heights, like you have these certain stores, you have these certain people, like these certain storylines where like, especially with the ancestors, they can make their own storylines and kind of give their characters their own motivation, their own reason for being there. So that's, what's cool about being able to show that through the pictures um, and there's so many different aspects, so many different eras that they get to kind of, um, era, era. I was just about to do that. Just <laughs> a shout out to in the Heights, shout out to Waylon. Um, but like, they really do get to show that different side of the story and that different side that a lot of people don't get to see with ancestors because we have a really good amount of them. And you just brought up the ancestors and it brought such a fun idea into my brain that I'm going to share with the people. I don't usually share my ideas. I wait for you to see this them. This is an inside view. This is inside scoop. For the real ones who've gotten to, you know, about the 25-minute mark of this podcast. So, you know, like, how we recreated the In the Heights movie poster last year. Which yes. Which was a time for the for the people out there at home. Uh, I totally want to recreate the Adams Family, you know, uh, Broadway poster. Yeah, which is awesome. Like, that circular But you frame. know how funny it would be to recreate it as well with different groupings of our ancestors? That would be really funny. That would be a good one. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to think because just there's in their costumes, like it's just a random assortment of yeah, our cast as, as their characters and and like the family has seven people, I believe, in there. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, there's seven people in like the main Adams family, and we have twelve ancestors, so it'd be six and six. You're just missing somebody, but like 
I mean, Lurch kind of fits that aspect. So even if we keep Lurch in all of them and he's like that main piece, like I think that would be funny. We also have our cousin It as well yeah. to throw in for some extra pizzazz. Yeah, and then we can like create like a little portrait for the Beinekees. That would be cool. They would be like basic though, like a basic white frame and like mm-hmm. Pinterest, <laughs> Pinterest, Pinterest looking family poses and, and family. Yeah, but that's that's exciting because that's one thing that you could really use is like marketing, especially with like posters and stuff like that, and them like really selling like, hey, this is our Adams family. So it's it's so exciting the things that you could do with the show. Yeah, and like me learning a whole bunch of stuff from running a digital media company that like we produce this podcast out of like we could totally make like a gif or a video where it's like the Adams family theme song is playing and you have that snap and you have the main photo and then it snaps to our cast. Yeah. Like, you know, what's crazy is we would have to use the orchestrations. I found this out when we were like planning on the show and stuff like that. The original Adams family theme song is not in the licensing. You have to go through another company to get the copyright to use the Adams family theme song. Shout out TikTok. Literally. <laughs> and like it's um it's been like a, a weird kind of view trying to like find ways to advertise. But what's crazy is that that sound, like the snaps are in the orchestration, just kind of with different instruments and that right. kind of thing. I guess to kind of pay homage. Uh, yeah. To the OG show and movies. But there there's nothing like it. And I actually kind of want to go into like paying homage to the OG movies because we've kind of really took those into consideration with the show. Mm-hmm. And we really kind of strayed away from like classic Broadway and kind of brought influences back from the TV show and the movies. And we don't, we're not going to spoil too much, but like we really wanted to pay homage to the real Adams family and like the OG people who have seen it from the first TV show and the cartoons to now. Like, they should really kind of get that view. And it's seen in our set. It's seen in our costuming. It's seen in the choreography. It's seen in the blocking, which is really, really cool. And, again, like, I'm not going to give out any surprises of, like, what we're doing, what the set's going to look like. You'll see that with our photography and our, with our promotions. Um, but it's that was a big idea when we were planning the show and, like, having our meetings was staying true to the originals. And you don't really see that a lot. Like, a lot of people really tried to ham it up, which is a good thing because give it a fresh face. But I've seen productions really hit it off well when they pay homage to some of the originals. And, like, I've seen people go in the roots of movies for productions and kind of take that aspect. And, like, we couldn't do that within the Heights mm-hmm. because we did it before the movie came out. Um, but we, Which was so good for us in retrospect yeah. after seeing... Not that anything was wrong with that movie. Like, that movie was one of my favorite movies of 2021. Yeah. Even outside of it being connected to everything we did with our show. Yeah. I just think it totally helped our cast not Mm -hmm. having the influence of the movie. Yeah. But I think it's almost like a reverse thing that it's helping in our favor now that Mm -hmm. there's so many things of the Addams Family. Because it's such a retro, like, I don't don't like to toss the term retro out like that, but Mm -hmm. it is a throwback and, like, a vintage type of, you know, reference point. Yeah, and we've, like, talked about, um, like, going back to the OG cartoons, but the new movies that recently came out within, like, the last couple of years. And they can really kind of pull that. And people who've seen all of it or people who've seen one or the other can come and see our production and see pieces of it in the characters, in the set, and, like, how we made it our own. Um, And that 
a big thing, and I'm pretty sure I said this earlier, was that we told them not to look at the people that have played these roles right. or voiced these roles, to look at the character itself and to make it for themselves, which is really cool because then essentially you're seeing a new take again on these characters, um, which I always like. I always like seeing people's interpretations on things, like making it your own. Because really, like, there's some iconic actors that were in like the Broadway show, like Nathan Lane, BB Newworth, um, Krista Rodriguez, like who were in this original cast. Um, Wesley, who played Lucas, like mm-hmm. they're big Broadway actors. And if you try to emul- emulate that in a show, sometimes it doesn't read because not everybody knows these actors. Not everybody knows the original Gomez in the the movies or the TV shows. But when you make it yourself, they recognize the character. So that was like a huge thing. Yeah, 100%. I think it helps too in a sense where when they are doing their homework on, you know, the throwback original TV show, the original movies and stuff like that, these kids weren't around when those no. were playing, you know, on TV. And, and even now, like, you have to go on, on those vintage, you know, throwback, like, me TV type situations yep. to even watch them. Um, and now, like, I think as of February 1st, the 1991 Adams Family movie is on Netflix now. So yeah. that's something that can be used now as kind of like a a pick and choose when you're doing characterization, um, which most of them have down for the most part already. Mm-hmm. But if you want to add a little something here and there, like that's a reference point you can go to. But like you said, you want to watch it for the character, not for who is portraying that character. Yeah. And like, I've even seen like multiple people, like not just like the main family or the Beinekees or anything like that. I've seen them send in the group chat, like pictures of them, like, Oh, Adam's family came on the TV, the TV show. Or, like, I'm pretty sure Lexa said in that her family has, like, watched the TV show and, like, she pointed out that, like, she was playing Wednesday and her family's, like, sending her things or, like, saying, like, oh, like, ha, 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 like, you're on the TV, Um, which is cool. Like, they get to see that aspect and really it's, like, a bonding point for some people because, like, that's another level that, like, you get to bond with and make that connection on is, like, the different varieties of this particular family. Yeah, and I think this... I guess you could call it franchise that is the yeah. Adams family. Like you have so many different walks of life that are going to come see this show mm-hmm. where you have parents and grandparents who remember the original show, the original movie, the 1991 movie. Like then you're going to have like people from our era who remember the 1991 movie, who remember, you know, being able to sit back and, and watch the original show when it played on reruns and stuff like that. Yep. And now like people a little bit younger than us, are getting these animated movies too. Mm-hmm. So the the name recognition of just seeing the Adams family spans generations now, which that's no pun intended with yeah. you know ancestors and everything in this show, but it, it spans a, a wide demographic that so many people are gonna be able to relate and when they see that, you know, the Adams family is gonna be on display here in a couple of weeks, are I expect our audience diversity to be through the roof yeah which like i just can't even i don't think put into words like how awesome it is to have that like there's people like throughout their 20s that like the adams family is such a huge part of their lives like they grew up on it like a lot of people like in that like decade Mm -hmm. like love the horror like love the the goth of it like um 
it's it's really a part of their lives and then you have the people that grew up on it that's maybe it's not so part of so much a part of their lives as it is for like people in their 20s and 30s but it's nostalgic for them right and then these kids that are in it now with the animated movies they're like oh my god i get to go see gomez or i get to go see wednesday and like i watched some of the animated movies for the first time the other day and they're really good so like the fact that they're still producing this and making it that people want to do it and cater to the generations that are going to watch it it really shows how good of an experience the adams family is because it really is an experience every time you watch any of them yeah i'm curious now i'm looking up to see when the first adams family like even came out to kind of see yeah how many decades this thing has spanned um so it says the Adams family is a fictional family created by American cartoonist Charles Adams. Uh, they originally appeared in a series of 150 unrelated single-panel cartoons, about half of which were originally published in the New Yorker over a 50-year period since their inception in 1938. Wow! So people reading the newspaper got them, you know, in the funny pages and stuff like that. Uh, and they've since been adapted to other media such as TV, film, video games, comic books a musical, and merchandising. Uh, and then beginning in 1964, that was the television series. So, you know, back in the 60s was that TV series to have everything go down and yeah, all the way through now to, you know, 2021 when we've had the, the animated movies come out now. You know what's crazy is that it it spans like almost the same amount of time for almost all of them, like the 1930s, the 1960s, the 1990s, and then the 19 or 2010s and like 2020s. Like it really does span into almost that 30-year period every time, and it really kind of makes that revival in itself. And I'm pretty sure the musical came out in like the early 2010s. 2010 to be exact. Yeah. Perfect. And like you really kind of get that grasp of how much this family has grown. And I, I always say family because like no matter what part of it, like I think everybody's connected. And like um, we've probably talked about it before, but the amount of like theaters that do the Adams Family each year, it really kind of brings like a new life to it. And everybody gets to like talk to each other. When I was in high school, they were holding like the all South Jersey band and that kind of thing. And my school held it that year. And somebody had come in from another school and was like, oh, my God, we're doing the Adams Family, too. Like, I'm playing Wednesday. Here's our socials. Like, we'd love to see your show. You should come see ours. And, like, we ended up, like, talking to a lot of them and, like, becoming friends and that kind of thing. And the same thing's going on right now where I'm friends and uh, Miss Brian is friends with a bunch of other people, mm-hmm. like, directing or music directing um, Adams Family at other schools and which we're working on getting them on this podcast too yes um definitely and we have also seen like lexi through tiktok and julie and like a couple other people connect with some other people not even just in new jersey that are doing the adams family and they're able to talk to each other and really get that experience and really make some more connections Mm -hmm. of it because you can really like see how it is for like these other people and like really see what it means to them and kind of bring a new aspect into it. So that's really, really cool to kind of like look and see that like it really does happen every time you do the Adams family. hundred percent. And uh, we're going to get into our final segment for this episode, but uh, stick around because we got another ad break for our, 
our sponsors right here on Curtain Talk, but we're going to get into a fun segment. I'm going to pick Corey's brain since Corey and I do have a little bit of age difference here. I'm curious if he knows a, a couple cameos that involve the Adams family throughout the years, and we'll get into some more fun stuff for our final segment. But stick around for more Curtain Talk right after our commercial break. <laughs> Do you have a special occasion coming up? Why not consider Martin's Custom Catering to host and cater your event? Since 1985, Martin's Custom Catering and Wedding Venue, located at 311 South Harding Highway in Landisville, New Jersey, has been in business serving your celebrations, events, and catering needs. Their innovative designs and wide arrangement of available styles can help you plan the event of your dreams and offer you an affordable, memorable experience. Contact Holly Adams. That's Adams with one D, not two, at 856-697-1626. When you're in Adams, you go to Martin's Custom Catering for all your catering needs. Pixel is a digital NFT art collective minted on the Solana blockchain. Unlike other NFT art projects, every Pixel NFT is handmade and unique. For more information, check out their website at pixel.org. That's P-I-X-S-O-L dot org. Are you in the mood for delicious food using fresh ingredients at an affordable price from a great local restaurant? Try Railroad Deli on Tuckahoe Road in Dorothy, New Jersey. Orders can be placed online at railroadtogo.com and you can follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Try Railroad Deli today. You will not be disappointed. Welcome back to Curtain Talk, Buna Regional High School Drama Club's exclusive podcast. It's season two. We're talking all things Adams Family. And Corey, before our commercial break, shout out to our incredible sponsors uh, who have been instrumental in us putting on this performance that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, but I said, you know, there's been there's been some cameos with some very iconic characters across the board with the Adams Family. And there is one that stands out to me that I remember as a kid watching this um, and obviously on reruns because it aired back in the year 1972. It was a TV special. Can you guess the animated TV special that the Adams Family appeared in with an iconic TV series, an iconic group of characters? Scooby-Doo? Yes, it is. I'm proud of you there, man. I It took me a minute because I was, I was honestly sweating a little bit. I was like, oh, no. There's a TV special, the new Scooby-Doo movies featuring the Addams Family back in 1972. And as soon as I saw that on the rundown here, I was like, ooh, something in my brain just triggered. Because I remember that episode like in my brain, image-wise, full-fledged. You know, I'm going to actually like look that up because I don't think I've ever fully seen it. Like I know of it. And, like, that just, like, sparked something in my brain. But, like, wow. I, I can't even... Because those are two of my favorite things, The Addams Family and Scooby-Doo. Yeah, that was the, the run of the new Scooby-Doo movies um, where the characters from other Hanna-Barbera shows, including the Harlem Globetrotters. I, oh, my God. I watched that one so much when I was little. Josie and the Pussycats, mm-hmm. Genie, and Speed Buggy all appeared on the show during or after their own show's original runs. The Addams Family and Batman and Robin both appeared on the oh show my. a year before they were incorporated into Hanna-Barbera shows of their own. Uh, the Addams Family and Super Friends, respectively. And many of the supporting voice roles were done by several celebrities who were famous elsewhere, 
such as Don Adams from Get Smart. After the new Scooby-Doo movies ended uh, its original network run in August of 1974, the repeats of Scooby-Doo Where Are You aired on CBS for the next two years, um, and then no new Scooby-Doo cartoons would be produced until the show defected to ABC in September of 1976. But I remember watching these on repeats on like cartoon networks like Boomerang yeah. all the time. Like If there was a half day from school coming home, you throw on Cartoon Network, you had the vintage Scooby-Doo cartoons on, and seeing the Addams Family in there, was it always made sense because of, of, like you said earlier in the show, like the people that love the horror aspect of things and like the spooky stuff. Having the Addams Family and Scooby-Doo crossover was one of the coolest like things as a kid to see because it was two iconic franchises coming together as one, and it just made all the sense because of Scooby-Doo doing all the mystery investigating with all of these, you know, monsters and ghouls and stuff. And then the Adams family, one of the most iconic horror families of all time, showing up with Scooby-Doo was just awesome. I am, like, actually, like, really blown away that, like, I knew that, A, to begin with, and B, that Boomerang is still, like, an option to, like, watch and, like, stream. I'm going to go home and look it up because... I'm going to watch that now. Let's see. Wow. Yeah, so John Aston voiced Gomez um, in that that episode. Ted Cassidy was the voice of Lurch. We had Jackie Coogan as Uncle Fester. Um, Cindy Henderson was Wednesday Adams. Carolyn Jones is Morticia. And Janet Waldo was uh Grandmama Adams. So it was it was all, you know, OG cast members. Yeah. Doing the voice acting on Scooby Doo. So that brings me to this question for you. Last time we did what would the Adams family do during a snow day, Corey? What show now or what movie now? Knowing like the expansive universes we have and everything, would you want to see the Adams family or just one character from the Adams family show up in in a TV crossover or movie crossover event? Can it be live action? Hundred percent. Hmm, that's a really good question actually, because I feel like for the most part they can really fit into like a lot of shows. Hmm. Wow, I can't, like, I think it would be cool to see them, like, in, like, one of the, like, a hospital show or, like, something like that, like, (laughs) Grey's Anatomy, (laughs) and, like, just seeing the Adams Family walk into this hospital, and, like, they're just walking with a hand, and they're like, what are they doing in this hospital? Um, That's some good ones. Or, like, like, something like Modern Family. Like, even though they're done, like, that would be funny. Like, the Adams Family moves... Into like the house next the door. The Modern Adams family. Yeah. Oh wow. Which just Pitch gives idea. me vibes of like Wandavision and everything yes. that happened with all the sitcom spinoffs with Wandavision. Honestly, that would be a good one too. Yeah. That like a Wandavision slash Adams family type of thing. Like. So I have two that have popped in my head. One is animated. One is live action. All right. The Adams family shows up in Halloween Town. Stop. That's a good Wednesday one. Wednesday and Marnie. Yes. Doing the damn thing. Um, and then the animated 
it would be really cool because now they're cool with humans and everything in this mm-hmm. universe. The Adams Family crossover with Monsters Inc. That's a good would one. Be so cool. Imagine Cousin It just running one of the the scream tanks. Yeah. That have now turned into laughter tanks, and we all know Cousin It has a phenomenal laugh. Yeah. You know, it would be a good franchise if you were to make it horror. The Addams Family and Scream. Ooh. That would yeah. be very cool. I, I think it would, it would meet their like match. board game that has kind of come to life in, mm-hmm. in a sense. Addams Family Clue. Ooh. That's a good one. Lurch I, did it with the axe in the library. Addams Family Clue, if that hasn't been made yet... Hasbro, whoever the the company is that makes Clue, hit us up. You know, I'm looking on Netflix to see what um, <laughs> like shows would be good. You're and the FBI guy working overtime. Uh huh. The Adams Family is the one that's on like the front screen. But um, I was gonna say um, there was another one that would be really good, and I just lost it. Oh, like if you were to make live action, and I think this would work with Scooby Doo too, is like. Riverdale. Ooh, see, I've never, I don't, I've never seen Riverdale, but I know the premise and concept. Yeah, that's a good one because it's very much like these haunted, like spooky vibes, and like and it's Sabrina the cool Teenage Witch. Like they had the Sabrina show. Both like, of them like started as comics. Yeah, like, you have uh, the Archie comics, the Adams Family comics, exactly, and you have some like TV shows, some like cartoons and stuff like that. That's a good one. Um, and some movies, but putting them into like the live action show with like these Archie characters. Yes would kind of add, like, that new um, aspect to it, I which like would be that. really cool. And, like, I could see them making, like, another live-action TV show and it being successful and mm-hmm. catering it, again, like, towards, like, the generation of, like, the teens through, like, the 30s. Because totally. those are hitting off really, yes. really well right now. And, like, Riverdale's still, like, granted, they've gone in some direction that, like, people don't really like, but they're still successful and they're still making money they're still making tv shows and i believe they're making a crossover with sabrina Ooh, uh, the cool. new sabrina show because that ended but that universe is still there and yeah, they still Netflix hinted at all of these so many crossover events with yeah. different properties that they've had so and um riverdale and sabrina as well make so many like hints to each other like they're neighboring towns mm-hmm. like it's the same universe they, they were on the same platform for a while and then sabrina went over just to netflix but they, you really have, like, this wide variety. Um, so kind of throwing the Addams Family in there, like, why not? Like, you could definitely make, like, that live-action Scooby-Doo, that have them really crossover. Cool. Like, I think making animated films and TV shows live-action and vice versa are very successful right now. They could really pull, like, a lot of people and, like, a whole new kind of aspect to it. Do you know how cool it would be to see Wednesday in the crew with Stranger Things? I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too. Wednesday it would just be really kicking cool. it in the upside down with eleven and Will. Wednesday just playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it, it's it's great. I, there's a, a lot of good options, which kind of like leads it to come see our version. But thank you guys for checking out this episode of Curtain Talk. Be sure to follow us on the socials at Buna Drama Club, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. Subscribe to the podcast feed, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Give us, you know, those fun end-of-episode topics that you want to hear us integrate into the Adams family. We'd love to hear from you guys. 
leave them in the podcast reviews. And once we get to a certain amount of podcast reviews, we'll probably read some on the show. Uh, Definitely. So leave them there. And, of course, check out our website uh, to figure out how you can become a sponsor of Curtain Talk. Big thank you to our incredible sponsors, uh, starting off with our silver sponsors, photos by JSAP, the Guzman family, and Party Essentials, brand new to the podcast uh, sponsorship here for this episode. Our gold sponsors, Railroad Deli, platinum sponsors. Corey, let the people know who our platinum sponsors are. Our platinum sponsors, we have Heritage Dental. Um, we also have, I'm sorry if I pronounced this wrong, but I think I'm, I'm right, is the Clotes family. And then we have Soaring Solar. And then we have Sam Drogo and Sons Trucking Company. And then, of course, those top-tier diamond sponsors who you guys heard from twice during this episode. Uh, they're right at the tip top. Corey, let the people know who's shining bright like a diamond. Our diamond sponsors, Martin's Custom Catering and Wedding Venue. We also have the expert sales team of EXP Realty, Carlo Drogo. We have Pixel, and then we have Wheat Road Car Wash. And of course, you guys, if you're looking to uh, become a podcast sponsor, you'll also be in the playbill, the digital playbill on our website, all that good stuff. Everything is on our website which is linked in all of our social media accounts. So check out our website for more information there. And, of course, Corey, get your tickets. Yes. Get the tickets. They are on sale. They're going fast. You don't want to miss this show. Our production of The Addams Family opens in two weeks. Yes. Get those tickies now. Spread the word. Be a friend. Tell a friend. And uh, as Mrs. Brian always says, cue the blackout. (laughs) 